We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. From the lakefront to the riverfront, this is where Wisconsin sports fans come to talk. The Bill Michael Show. Now, here's your host, Bill Michaels. Good day and welcome. We're glad you're here. Bill Michaels show. We continue on and uh, talking and breaking down uh, the Green Bay Packers. They get knocked off by the Minnesota Vikings. Now they got to set their sights on San Francisco. They've got COVID in their locker room. They've got to deal with that. So a lot happening there. Uh, before we get any further, my friends over at Four Seasons Island Resort, they want to remind me to say, hey, thank you. Uh, their Fall Fest, huge success. They, they booked out solid that weekend. But don't worry. Because coming up, they've got a lot of great events. First of all, you can still do a lot of events uh, up at uh, Four Seasons Island Resort and Pine Mountain Resort as well, up in Iron Mountain, Michigan. But coming up, they have the Deer Hunters Widows Weekend. Now, ladies, listen up. That's November 21st. They're going to have some turkey bowling going on on November 28th, Thanksgiving weekend. And you can check out all the details on their website. Plus, here's a great offer. You book any two-night weekend stay right now. Right now at the4seasonswi.com, or you can just give them a call, and I'll tell you the number in a second. Right now, until the end of the year, you get a free night stay during the spring of 2021. you got to mention this special right here on the Bill Michael Sports Talk Network to get it. But you can call right now and get the deal if you want to do this. 715-324-5800. Seven, it's it's exclusive to us, 715-324-5800. So you get the limited availability, and you book now. Okay, you say, I want a weekend. Uh, it's between now and the end of the year. Okay? Then they're going to give you a free night coming up in the spring. That's a great deal. That's a great deal. Check out the website for the information if you choose to do so. Otherwise, call 715-324-5800 right now, and you're good to go. Go to the4seasonswi.com for all the details. That's the4seasonswi.com or call 715-324-5800. So uh, Adam Schefter says that the Packers have had some other interests out there, and they did actually inquire about Antonio Brown. He was on the Pat McAfee show earlier today. Here's what he had to say. Was there any other teams that you know of that were also interested, or was Antonio Brown and Tom Brady pretty much a done deal? Well, I think that that was the way it was always going to go, Pat. But I think Green Bay made a call to Antonio Brown. 
Uh, I think that they checked in. I don't think it ever went anywhere, but they did check in to see if he'd have any interest in going to Green Bay. And I, I think if you're Antonio Brown, you probably would rather go to Tampa than Green Bay. Oh, right? uh, yeah. <laughs> Jeez, that's a heartbreak. We got a dot, we got an owner of the Green Bay Packers here <laughs> who just heard that. And he, you know what? L- listen, listen. What's the owner's name? Ty. Ty? Yeah. Ty, Ty's got to get on the phone. When, when, if you're an owner of a team. Ty's been on the phone. <laughs> Ty's got to get on the phone and make that deal. That's Ty's fault, okay? He's got nobody to blame but himself there, Pat. So there you go. Apparently they did make a call. Now, again, as he said, didn't go anywhere. You know, it's it's look. If you're making a call and Antonio Brown, I'm not even sure that's the best fit. But if you're going to be the Green Bay Packers, at least you're making the call. But I'd rather see the Packers are in on such and such rather than ah, eh, they're calling around, they're kicking tires. You got holes. You got holes. Don't don't. You, this is not the time to kick tires. This is you have legitimate issues right now on this team, and you know. <laughs> You can't kick tires. You know? You just can't. You got you got some things that you need to fill and you need to get them taken care of. You know, I go back to what Eric Branchek said that if you're if you're not doing anything as a front office, what are you in essence telling not only the guys inside that locker room, but your coaches and maybe even more so your fans? Eh, you know. Now, on one hand, you can say, well, we've got a lot of belief in the guys that are in that locker room. I I commend you for that. I commend you for that. But on the other hand, you can also say, yeah, you're really not doing everything you possibly can to, to make it all go. You're not doing everything to push your chips to the middle of the table, and that can be disconcerting. 855-830-8648. Again, 855-830-8648. Give us a a shout. Again, 855-830-8648. And uh, still taking phone calls. Still taking phone calls. Want to hear from you. Still taking phone calls. Um, Also, uh, got one here. We've got a lot of people that have chimed in on the Facebook fan page. Facebook has been uh, just lit up over the last 24 hours as well. So uh, for all of you that have been chiming in over there, we can't say thanks enough. Uh, but uh, a lot of people going with what's, um, you know, kind of been said, so to speak, when it comes to the Green Bay, Fac- uh, Green Bay Packers. So um, 855-830-8648. Uh, it's Mike Pettin. The man clearly came out and said, I don't do run defense. At least Dom blitzed and stopped the run at times. I think Green Bay is always a defensive coordinator away from being a multiple Super Bowl champion. Uh, that is from Justin. Uh, Carl writes the Packers need to have a philosophical change. They can't do the same thing. They don't seem to have value linebackers as much. Uh, a good linebacker can help stop the run. Kenny Clark is a good run-stopping lineman. If you get quality linebackers behind him, you have a much better defense. The worst part of this year's draft, to me, was them passing on Patrick Queen. I 1 million percent agree with you. Now, if Jordan Love, now Jordan Love, poor Jordan Love, he's just sitting there. He's like, all I did was get drafted. And people are beating up on me. We're not beating up on Jordan Love. It's the pick itself. He may turn out to be a tremendous quality pick. Who knows? And you hope that he is. He's got to be now, right? Guy's got a ton of pressure on him. He hasn't done a damn thing. Uh, but but now when you pass on other players that could have helped you in the here and the now for the future, whew, that's there's a lot riding on that future now. 
Uh, Carl says, nobody on defense that scares you except Jair Alexander. Preston Smith shows no intensity anymore. You take away Z and nobody can get to the quarterback. Uh, Antonio says, uh, the picks of Love and Dylan are really come back, coming back to haunt this team. Glad both guys played great. Oh, wait a minute, he says. Jordan Love didn't even suit up. Uh, the defense doesn't play with an intensity. They're terrible at tackling, so Petten should be on the hot seat. But Goody has done nothing to improve the defense or getting a receiver. He definitely should be gone. Can't afford any more bad drafts. Um, let's go to Jesse listening to us in Brooklyn on the Radio.com app. Jesse, how you doing? What's up, Bill? How you doing, man? We're doing okay today. We're just trying to absorb what went on yesterday and what we witnessed. Exactly. So, in the 2010 season that we won the Super Bowl, didn't we have like six or seven losses and like clawed our way to the Super Bowl, had multiple injuries? Yeah. Did that set the precedent for what this organization game plans for? When, when it comes to drafting and the free agents or lack thereof, do they just think as long as we get into the playoffs, we have a shot? And has that negatively affected us? And also with this COVID stuff in Wisconsin, it's a hot spot, man. Like that's whenever you look at the map of the United States, Wisconsin is the, you know, bright orange as far as cases are going, um, what is your take personally for your mm-hmm. own life whenever you see people either wearing masks or not? My take personally, I – boy, that's a great question. I – when it comes to all of this, I have said all along, first of all, if you have underlying conditions – um, you, what you do, what you feel is up to you because I understand the fear. My father is 85 years old with underlying conditions and I do fear for him. Okay. Um, I have, have, I've got a friend right now, him, him and his girlfriend both have COVID. He texted me this morning and said, eh, you know, I've had flus that have been worse. I've, I've talked to a couple of other friends. I've known now quite a few people that have actually had it. Uh, some had it. And they were, you know, they were pretty sick for a couple of days. When it comes to, I had a fever, had the had the cold, had the chest, and then it it subsided. Uh, the one lingering effect that many have said is the taste. You don't get your taste back right away. Um, I had another buddy of mine who was down for about a week, and then rebounded. I had one friend who had underlying health conditions who has passed away, and w- the question is, would he be here had he not caught COVID? I. Would assume so, but I don't know if he would have been here if he caught a really bad case of the flu, which was the same question that he had brought up just before he passed. So I don't know. I, I mean, I think it's to each his own. Don't get me wrong. I want to do my part to keep people safe, but I also don't think um, – I, I think there's other mental health concerns now that are going to start cropping up as we get into the winter months um, for – quarantines and masks and all that kind of stuff. You look at statistics. I don't want to get too heavy into this, but I've been reading a lot about this. You look at statistics like Sweden, who never closed their their country. And while their mortality rate was higher, they went with the herd immunity, and they have started to come out of this without closing everything down. So I, I don't know. I, I think what, what each person has to do is take it upon themselves for their own comfort level, their own sanitary portion of their lives, 
Everybody wants to go enjoy their life again. Everybody wants us to be back to normal. Unfortunately, we don't live in a world that's normal right now. So can you put fans in the stands? I think you can. I think you can do it safely. But with Wisconsin being a hot spot, I think the the PR repercussions from this are something that the uh, the Packers, as of right now, just don't want on their dinner plate. Let's do this. Uh, Radio Joe Zola's got some stuff to tell us about when it comes to him purchasing a new vehicle. Well, you mentioned safety, Bill, and that's what it's all about these days. And I know one place where you know when you walk in you're going to feel safe, and that is over at Hyundai West Dallas. They are the number one overall store for customer satisfaction. And when you see what they're doing in their showroom and service drive, you will understand why. The staff at Hyundai West Dallas, they take your safety very, very seriously, and you'll notice that when you walk in... Everybody's wearing masks. They're wiping everything down. When you bring your car into service, they're even putting steering wheel covers on so no germs are able to get past. The showroom is always being cleaned. And don't worry, guys, if you forget your mask at home, like I do from time to time, and then I have to get back in the car and drive back and get my mask, don't worry. They have free ones there just for you. So why do I say all of this? Well, it's pretty easy. It's just one more reason why you need to get your new car from Hyundai West Dallas. They have the lowest prices in town, the best inventory, and are the most respectful when it comes to your safety. They even have discounted prices on the 2021 Hyundai Palisade, the best-selling SUV around. Hyundai West Dallas located just off of Highway 100 in West Dallas. And really, commuting from anywhere, you can get there in just short time. When you go in, if you mention my name, Joe Zanzola, or Radio Joe, you will receive an additional $500 off any new or used vehicle in their inventory. Hyundai West Dallas, where their ordinary needs to be extraordinary. Packers need a touchdown. They have no timeouts. Rodgers, pressure coming. Hit as he throws. Is it a fumble or is it incomplete? Minnesota picks it up, and the Vikings look like they have it. In order to win this football game, a couple things had to happen. We knew we had to stop the run. That didn't happen. We knew we had to play penalty free. That didn't happen. The penalties were a big part of it. And uh, when you do that, you're going to get beat. Some more breaking news. Uh, That's the words of Matt LaFleur, and we've been covering this all day. The Packers have had A.J. Dillon test positive for COVID. Now between the Packers working remotely, the uh, Vikings obviously again for the Vikings organization have to pay attention to it. The Ravens have had a player test positive. Uh, the Browns had a player over the weekend test positive, and now the Cardinals have said that they have positive tests as well. So um, you're hoping that you're not getting a any kind of a widespread breakout that uh, each player can be quarantined and or not to spread it any further. But uh, but we we shall see. So. Uh, some some concerning news coming out of the NFL this particular weekend regarding the COVID virus. Joining us now on the Schneider Orange Hotline, our good buddy Mike Clemens is with us. And Mike, uh, well, we can start with the breaking news regarding AJ Dillon, but uh, a lot of consternation from fans as to what this team is or is not doing when it comes to uh, the uh, the defense and the inability to tackle and what we witnessed yesterday. Yeah, I'll just add one thing to the COVID story is. You know, the Vikings had Todd Davis. That's there was their filling inside linebacker who tested positive on Friday. We got that name over the weekend, uh, so he didn't play. That's the guy who's been filling in for Anthony Barr. Um, and for Green Bay, these guys, they do as great a job as you can possibly 
hope for. But they are in a hotbed, and, you know, who knows? Yeah. You, you fill up your car with some gasoline, and you don't wash your hands uh, when you get back into your SUV or whatever, and, you know, next thing you know, you're not the next guy. The Packers yesterday, Bill, I went going through game tape, my notes, the things that I saw at the game, you know, from the press box yesterday. Um, and then I re-listened to Matt LaFleur, and I made these these clips myself this morning, because you know something? I will give it to this guy. Everything that I wrote down, like questions I had, he had the answers for. And so, in other words, we didn't get a coach speak tape, you know, of a, of a coach saying, yeah, we got to look at the film, we got to look at the film. Uh, he addressed the issues. And one of them was, so on a windy day, when the wind gusts are 44 miles an hour at the airport, about an hour before the kick, did you think that the Vikings were going to run the football with Delvin Cook? You are right. We knew exactly what they were going to do in terms of they were going to ride him. And, and also just with the conditions out there, it was pretty windy. And, and we never, you know, put them in a situation where they had to drop back and throw the football. So, you know, that's something that we better get it fixed and we better get it fixed fast because I have a pretty good idea of what's going to happen next week or, you know, on a short week on Thursday in San Francisco as well. That's basically saying, hey, Mike Pettin, you better fix this because we knew exactly what they were going to do yeah. and you guys couldn't stop it. Yes. It's, it's what we talked about. I, I, it's what I talked to my players about. It's what I talked to my defensive coaching staff about. On the other side of the coin, to me, the turning point of the game, because even if the Vikings are up by a touchdown or two, you're just thinking that this secondary is so banged up. And that Camel and Dantzler kid, they had to haul him off on a stretcher, looked like it was a neck injury. They took him to the hospital. He did make the team flight back. Um, to me, the turning point is the Packers have got the ball uh, fourth and ten. Now, they were three out of five fourth downs yesterday. They went for it on fourth down five times yesterday. Mm-hmm. That's, how, that's, how, that's how well Mike Zimmer's defensive scheme was working against the Packers. And that's the ball where Aaron Rodgers rolls to the right, and instead of just going for first down, he sends Equinemia St. Brown into the, into the bottom right-hand corner of the south end zone. Harrison Smith, the veteran safety, deflects the ball. And, you know, I, EQ got one catch yesterday, and then I see him coming off to the sideline, and he, like, banged up his knee again. And then he was jogging back and forth. I mean, he's, you know, he's still not over last year's injuries. And so you ask LaFleur, fourth and ten for the Minnesota 37, you know, is that because you weren't, you didn't think that in that win, Mason Crosby, who was ailing, J.K. Scott, your punter, was handling the kickoffs, that you could make a field goal from there? I'd say it was definitely more factored towards the win than anything else. Um, you know, just the, the flow of the game, the feel of the game, just where we were, our inability to get stops on the defensive side. It felt like we had to be aggressive offensively, and unfortunately it didn't work out for us. Again, you hear the inability to get stops played into my decision making. Another indictment of this uh, of this defense, and again, that explains why you're problematic when it comes to coming from behind. And something we talked about, like from the Buccaneers game. I mean, you came out with a lead in that game, and then so then Tom Brady gets ahead of you, and you don't see. And you know, Lafleur hasn't lost that many games, but when he does, it's like they, they can't find the switch to turn the thing around. Like I had suggested. How about a fake punt on special teams? You know, something mm-hmm. to, to, to ignite a game. And so he's asked, 
why can't you come from behind when you're down 28-14? Well, I thought we were actually moving the ball when we were down. Uh, I think it was twenty eight fourteen. We got we got down uh, into the, the, what we call the strike zone, and then we had a penalty, you know, and then we had another penalty, and then the next thing you know, it's first and thirty, and that's a lot to to try to overcome. And certainly, we weren't able to do that. And I think the possession prior to that, uh, you know, we called some some. Uh, some runs that have some pass options. And I think that we had, uh, you know, we, we shoveled the ball to, to Tyler Irvin and, and I don't know what happened in terms of, but it was an incomplete pass. And then we had another run with a, a, a bubble out to him. That was, that forced us into a third and long situation. And then that's when we, uh, I think had a drop ball in the third down and then we went forward on fourth down, didn't convert. So plays that we feel like are high percentage where we just didn't, you know, execute to the highest level. And you got to give you got to give the credit to to that Viking defense. I think Mike Zimmer does a hell of a job. I think it's one of the best schemes in the league, and and they they did a good job, and they were able to shut us down and slow us down for a while. I know Aaron Rodgers, by the way, Mike alluded to the fact that the energy level. He talked about the energy level being down. A strange game, no fans in the stands after a couple of games with fans. Uh, and again, I don't want to sit here and say that that was the reason they lost this game, but. Uh, there is this expectation of, quote, energy, but they couldn't manufacture their own, I guess. Here's the other thing. Where are the Smith brothers these days? Yep. What what happened to those guys? Those are the higher-paid defensive players. And, you know, from a media standpoint, they're dragging out Adrian Amos, the veteran safety, and he sort of picks up the the spot where Tremont used to be as a vocal spokesperson, experienced player representing the secondary. They had him out there Friday, and then he's the only defensive guy that came forward to talk to us after this loss yesterday. Where's your team captain, Zadarius Smith, defining this this team? And you asked Matt LaFleur about, you know, as you said, Aaron brought up that thing about the energy of the team. What, what was going on there? Certainly, I, I do. I do think that the juice, if you will, uh, of our football team isn't where it needed to be. You know, you mentioned that this was we've had fans the past two games, and then coming back into this environment, it is a little bit different. And you got to bring your own energy. And guys have got to dig deep sometimes to 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 bring that out. And if you feel like somebody else doesn't have it, you got to bring them along with you. So we need to find the guys that are going to step up, be the leaders, be be the people that are going to bring that that positive energy to our football team because if you don't have it it's it, you just aren't going to be at your best we have got to find guys that, that love to go out there and compete with one another because that's that's what makes this thing so special let's do this we'll stop and take a quick break more of mike clemens and sounds from inside lambeau field after yesterday's contest stay tuned our friends from pillow windows and doors of wisconsin Say, uh, look, you can answer yes to all the questions. Do they have great products? Yes. Sales consultants who listen? Yes. Does uh, dedication and innovation for 150 different patents? Absolutely. Go through it all. But what you may not know is that thousands of people, such as yours truly, choose Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin right there at their initial appointment. And now through the end of the month, Pella of Wisconsin making it even easier to say yes. Right away. With 5% same-day offer savings, at your initial consultation. That's on top of no money down, no payments, and no interest for two years. So you can Pella now and play la- pay later. <laughs> play later. Well, play too. Uh, plus 5% bonus savings 
at your initial consultation. Schedule that free free consultation at PellaWI.com or stop into the amazing Experience Centers in Brookfield, Green Bay, and now in Madison as well, and just discover how easy it can be to say yes to Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Go to PellaWI.com. More with Mike Clemens coming up next. Wisconsin-wide, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. to the ball is left in the tackles. It's a lot harder to, to tackle when, you know, it's, it's one-on-one in the open field. Going into film, you know, I would see more of where, um, you know, where we can avoid being in those one-on-one situations. There you go. That's from Fox. And then Adrian Amos talking about the inability to kind of tackle. I shouldn't say kind of. I mean, it was an inability to tackle the ball carrier. We got more with Mike Clements coming up. Hey, don't forget about our friends over at New Mel Medical Center. Look, if you've uh, if you're feeling down, maybe COVID's gotten to you to the point where you're putting on weight, sitting at home, you're afraid to go out, you're looking for an energy jump start, a mental jump start. They can do a lot of different things, but you can't do anything if you don't call any one of their locations. One phone number: four one four. Whether it's just some weight you want to take off, some extra poundage, uh, they can jumpstart the all-in-one weight loss program. How about maybe treating, uh, you know, lack of energy, that brain fog, low T, bad mood, or if you're suffering from ED in the house, uh, 414-455-4451, they can help. That's the New Mill Medical Center. Again, 414-455-4451, and they can help. But you got to call, uh, Mike. Uh, listen, uh, I was listening to Adrian Amos there talk about the defense, and you had mentioned the Smith brothers prior to the break. Uh, you know, what is the big difference between last year's defense and this year's defense? Yeah, that's one of the questions you want to ask because where's Rashawn Gary too? I mean, well, he's had an ankle injury, and Darnell Savage, fast, speedy kid out of Maryland. You know, you, you took a high pick on. Now he's been coming back from an injury too. Kevin King, now unable to play. Josh Jackson has actually stepped up with the wisp that he had in coverage in training camp and you know, in, his, in the few times he's been on the field before. He seems to be improving with his coverage. Uh, but Matt LaFleur, as I said, I thought he was pretty frank yesterday, and he was asked point blank, what is the, you know, your defense had this persona. It had this identity last year, and do you really think you've got that this year? We have got to find ways to create turnovers. I think that is a big difference between uh, where we were a year ago, and I never want to compare uh, two years, but certainly have not come up with the turnovers this year, and we've got to find ways to to do that, to put people in position where we get opportunities to, to take the ball away. I know that that's something that we stress each and every day in terms of really just the mindset and the mentality to go attack the football and try to throw punches at it, whatever you can do to get it out of a ball carrier's hands, but uh, they're, they are not coming our way right now. Well, then the question becomes, okay, is that coaching? Is it players? I mean, do you, how, how, you got to make changes, right? You know, and that's the thing about it. You know, Mike Patton is a very analytical guy as your defensive coordinator. They brought in this Jerry Gray, former player, a lot of energy, a lot of passion, very vocal, secondary coach. Uh, and so you start talking to the LaFleur about 
So it, if right from now and to the end of the season to try and get to the Super Bowl, because you've got an awful lot of good things happening with this team, are we talking about making coaching changes? Are we talking about making player roster changes? Yeah, no, I'm just I'm focused on trying to find solutions and and uh, not hey, we have what we have. It is what it is, and we we got to find solutions, and we all got to play better. We got to coach better. It starts with me, and uh, we got to make sure that take care of of our own business. And and when we know that teams are going to try to run the football, we can't let them. We cannot let them. We got to force them to to throw it. So whether that's within the call or or whatever it may be, um, you know, we just got to we got to be in the business of finding solutions. Well, you look across the field at Mike Zimmer, and and he's running with guys out of the beer booth for a secondary, and they were effective in the latter portion for the entire third quarter of that game yesterday. They got rid of Xavier Rhodes. They got rid of Trey Waynes. Um, and we, we talked about this on the show on Friday, that Andre Peterson, the co-defensive coordinator that's worked under LaFleur, defensive line coach, say, hey, we, we are rebuilding. This takes time. We've got a bunch of these young guys. The Neil Hunter's out for the year. And, and, but give these guys time. He, he said, Everson Griffin, it took him three years before people started recognizing him as maybe a pro bowler. Linville Joseph, these, it takes time with these guys. And so they made that point to us on Friday. But, man, did those kids, as injured as they were, show up. And, and so then, you know, Zimmer comes up with it, the old Tony Dungy, Lovey Smith cover two, which, you, which Brett Favre saw for years, which Rodgers has seen for years, whether it was the Tampa Bay Buccaneers back in the day or Chicago Bears. Two deep safeties, you're tight, you, don't, you, get, you take away the flats. And so you force them to have to make slant routes, uh, and and it took a while for Rodgers to, to click onto that, and he talked about it after the game. Their plan was very simple. They played cover two, which is not really in the, in his scheme over the years. So many plays today. They didn't want to leave Devontae one-on-one. I think the one time they did, to a touchdown on the first drive of the game, and that was about it. So you got to give them credit for sticking with it. I thought we ran the ball pretty well, but their whole plan seemed to be make, make us go the distance. And, you know, we had a couple drives during the third quarter, which we didn't. Which you should then be adjusting your play calling for the slants, for more of those. They're going to make sure you take Devontae out of the mix, and then after that it's got to leave everybody else open, at least for those inside routes. Yeah, so and in terms of getting weapons for Aaron Rodgers, I mean, the story came out that the Packers had inquired, hey, what would it take Texans, uh, you know, Houston Texans, to give up a wide receiver like a, a Will Fuller? You know, we saw him in joint practices last year. We're impressed with what we see on him, and even in the game when we just faced him. But the trade deadline's tomorrow afternoon. And so Ryan Wood, you know, our colleague from the Green Bay Press Gazette, Green and Gold Insider, asked Rogers point blank, Do you want to see the team trade for another wide receiver or weapon? It's not a bad question, but it's not one that I can answer. We've had many conversations about this type of thing over the years. And I, you know, truly understand my role. I'm not gonna stomp for anybody. Last time I stomped for a player, he ended up going to Buffalo. So uh, I like the guys that we have. We need more production. That is a uh, that is a drop it in the middle of the table, and guys look at that and feast on that for a while. And what he's talking about is in the summertime, we were talking about, do you think you need more veteran wide receivers? And he said, I got Jake Kumaro here. The guy's been with us three or four years. You know, he does things the right way. If our young guys follow him, and the next thing you know, Kumaro got cut in favor of Malik Taylor. Malik's just got some better physical things. Jay Kumaro, 28, ain't going to get any better. 
So they made that decision. Jake got signed by the Buffalo Bills. He's on their practice squad, and that's why Rodgers made that comment. See, originally I thought when they were talking about a trade, I was thinking uh, the Stephon Diggs deal, that he wanted to see Stephon Diggs come into the organization, which I think we all would agree would be tremendous. But, yeah, you're right. He was talking probably more so about Jake Kumaro. Yeah, a guy that already knows the offense. You can just right. plug and go. So then on the uh, on the Vikings defense, man, you know, I mean, Mike Zimmer has got a, a serious injury list and guys that are on IR and they trade away, you know, in Gakway uh, to try and get some draft picks back. And, um, you know, one of his rookie stars, Danzler's, hauled off on a stretcher to the hospital, was able to make the team flight. And so Zimmer said, nevertheless, he wasn't going to let these guys say, oh, God, we got to go Lambeau Field, and LaFleur hasn't lost in the division yet, and he's 8-0 in the division. we got to face Aaron Rodgers out there in the outdoors. We're kind of a dome team. And here's what Mike Zimmer's attitude was last week. You know, I rode him pretty hard in practice this week. You know, we've got so many young guys we're trying to get ready for prime time i guess is the best way to say it and you know it just it just takes more time than we'd like um you know now that with the corner situation that we've had and you know the things that we've had to do has just been uh makes it tougher and tougher you know we bring a guy in off the street and he's got to go play in a game so um but we had a lot of rookies out there today on defense um they played very hard they didn't always play well but they played hard and, um, you know, and they made some mistakes, and hopefully we can correct those um, tomorrow. Mike, always good stuff. I know you got to run. you got Matt LaFleur coming to the podium any moment, uh, but uh, we always appreciate it, pal. We'll talk soon. All right. Thanks, Bill. All right, buddy. Talk to you. There you go. That is Mike Clemens, our Green and Gold Insider, joining us for a couple of minutes on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard. They treat you fair. 80-plus years they've been doing it. Call them, 844-PRIDE, or go to schneiderjobs.com. That's 844-PRIDE, or go to schneiderjobs.com. We're going to talk about the topics coming up tomorrow, tomorrow on this uh, on this uh, program because it uh, kind of you know piggybacks off of what we've been talking about today. This portion of the program brought to you by our good friends at Bud Light and Bud Light Seltzer. Don't forget, listen, coming up on Wednesday night, it's the Bill Michael Suttle, 6 to 8, Make sure you're tuning into the uh, the radio station here, to whatever station you're listening to, or the radio.com app for that matter. We're going to have a good one as we get you ready for the Packers and the 49ers. Hopefully, that COVID hasn't interrupted that game. And then don't forget on way or on excuse me on Thursday night, immediately following Green Bay and San Fran, immediately following Green Bay and San Fran, it's the Green and Gold Post Game Show. Gary Ellison, yours truly, we're going to have it for you, and uh, we're going to be uh, talking a lot and giving you a lot of analysis and thinking about this. Uh, in many different contexts when we talk about this contest coming up because the Packers need this one. You hope they don't go out to the West Coast and get blown out yet again. Uh, let's do this. We'll wrap it up. Stay tuned. We've got more of the Bill Michael Show next. You're listening to the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Final segment before we get out of here, and uh, today I guess we're all going to be checking the waiver wire or checking the trade la- deadline wire, I should say, as to whether or not the Packers make a move. You've got uh, about a little bit more than 24 hours to get it done 
to see if they do anything at all or if they just ride it out and hope that uh, when they get back to healthy, the cavalry comes riding in and maybe they can figure things out. But nevertheless, some strong stuff from uh, Matt LaFleur. He's speaking now. As, as Right now, as of right now, the game for Sun, or excuse me, for Thursday night is still on. If you're just tuning us in, uh, A.J. Dillon uh, was the Packer that uh, tested positive for COVID. Uh, he was tested prior to the game yesterday. The results came back today. And he, among others in the NFL, uh, apparently have tested positive. The Ravens have an issue. The Browns have an issue. The Cardinals have an issue. Uh, but now you got the Packers who are all out of the building today and doing everything virtually from home, all being tested. They come in, they get tested, and they leave. And we'll wait and find out here over the next uh, you know, 24 hours to see if any of these players indeed have COVID as well. But uh, but as of right now, and you, could, you would assume anyway, and I'm not a doctor here, but you would assume that A.J. Dillon, who was tested yesterday morning and then played yesterday, uh, is at this point, or at least at, during the game, asymptomatic. So otherwise he wouldn't be playing in that game. But uh, but that being said, it's still an area of concern. So as the Packers get ready to take on the 49ers this coming Thursday night, Thursday night football, um, there is a larger issue at hand, and that is the one of COVID. So hopefully the Packers can get past that. But as of right now, no other changes regarding the game or the game time coming up for this Thursday. Now the Packers, like I said, out of the building today, you hope – Everybody's cleared to come back to the building tomorrow. And then they get at least one day of preparation and a walkthrough on Wednesday, and then they fly out. Then they're then they're in San Francisco on a quick turnaround week, which has affected additional Thursday night games already for the NFL. Uh, this one was from Mark, who says, uh, how many guys do you think are really upset with A.J. Dillon? Uh, it's, it's, again, as Mike Clements put it, and I think it's a very valid point, it doesn't mean he was out partying. What it means is he could have gotten gas and used the gas pump and just didn't wash his hands before he came in, and the gas pump had the residue of you know, the virus on it and brought it into the facility or brought it into himself. You know, um, So you hope that he has not spread that. Uh, you, you hope. <laughs> if you're in an offensive huddle and you're running hard and breathing hard, those guys aren't six foot socially distancing. You know what I mean? So uh, I'm crossing my fingers and saying a couple of novenas. But I I think if the Packers only end up with A.J. Dillon with the, the COVID virus as far as a positive test goes, I think they will be extremely, extremely, extremely lucky. So we'll wait and see. So coming up tomorrow on the program, we're going to talk about the trade deadline. Is one move enough? And should the uh, should the Packers GM make multiple additions to this team and just figure it out with the uh, the salary cap? So I uh, got that coming up. We're going to continue to talk some Badgers. You talk about a program that's been hit by COVID. We're going to talk some Badgers tomorrow and college football. Is college football numerous colleges being hit with COVID issues? Uh, Brett McMurphy is going to join us tomorrow morning. Also, Ryan Wood of the Green Bay Press Gazette is going to be here, and we're going to talk with him about not only what we witnessed this past Sunday, but then obviously moving forward. And and any breaking news, we will continue to follow throughout the day and throughout the evening and uh, try to you know do our best to get it either over in the Facebook fan page or get it over on uh, on uh, Twitter for you. But uh, so, uh, you know, um, 
I, I guess uh, Rob Domofsky reporting, and then right now Matt LaFleur is stating that uh, the Packers, you know, the uh, A.J. Dillon's positive COVID test we're preparing to play Thursday is unless they tell us otherwise, then we're going to adjust. But he said the players that were in the building in groups of no more than 10 for a workout uh, just to flush the soreness out of yesterday's game. But for the most part, everything else they are doing via, uh, you know, um, Zoom conference calls. So nothing major there going on right now other than the fact that they are making sure and taking all the precautions not to get a large group of guys together. And uh, then you just wait and see. You wait for those those tests to come back. And as long as everybody's cleared, 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 you hope that the one person that may or may not have been affected uh, doesn't give it to everybody else. That's, that's, that's it. Cross your fingers, like I said. So, anyway, the Packers were informed today that uh, a player, A.J. Dillon, had tested positive, and the organization entered the NFL's intensive protocol. So that's when they put everybody basically down the quarantine. You do very small, limited groups, and, and that's pretty much it. So and you keep everybody segregated. So that way it doesn't go from one person to the other. So yeah, Somebody asked me what that means, and I don't have all the details, to be perfectly honest with you. The NFL, I think, published it as to what the you know, level one lockdown is, but I, I, I don't specifically know. I know uh, Bill Huber had it, as a matter of fact, from uh, Sports Illustrated. He put it out there. So if you're looking for some reading, maybe uh, go over there and check it out. But uh, the bottom line is they're going to test. They're going to test players every day and make sure that this thing doesn't uh, doesn't spread and certainly doesn't become widespread. So anyway, that's it. Boy, today was a good day. And by the way, thanks to everybody that participated, whether it's over on the Facebook fan page or calling in today. We're going to do this again tomorrow. And you guys and girls have been perfect. You have been great. Appreciated all the support. Appreciated all the chime in, all the thoughts, uh, sharing your frustration, without a doubt. There you have it. We're going to go ahead and get out of here. Be back at it again tomorrow. Until then, you and everybody else have a good one. Stay safe, and we'll be back uh, tomorrow on the Bill Michael Show. Until then, have a good one. Boop! Sports Talk Network. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 